2: My guest this hour is John Lee. Uh, he is the author of a new book called The Wealth Dragon Way, The Why, When, and How to Become Infinitely Wealthy. Uh, there's a website related to this book, which is wealthdragonway.com. Welcome to The Money Answer Show, John. Uh, thank you,
3: Jordan. Thank you for having me.
2: Let's just start with your background a little bit and uh, how you came up with the whole idea of Wealth Dragons.
3: Well, it's interesting, John, because when I first started uh, working on the job in my mom's Chinese takeaways dishwasher I started to uh, th- always think about there must be another way to earn an income. We've been trained to you know, always get a job and, and, and go to school and get a job and work for somebody else but no one ever taught us to create a vehicle that earns money for us, i.e. the concept of passive income. I never saw my parents to the age of 11 years old and you know, growing up I saw all my family just doing one way of making an income and that's trading time for money. And so the Wealth Dragons really came up from a lot of people asking me questions like, John, how did you do it? John, what was your inspiration to start you know, becoming a, a self-made millionaire and to become an entrepreneur? And I think one of the biggest uh, issues that I found was that the education that I learned from experience was never taught at school. So that's really how Wealth Dragons came about.
2: So why is it that it's not taught in school, you think?
3: Well, it's interesting because uh, I call it a conspiracy <laughs> or call it, uh, I don't know what you call it, but what I, what I realize is that there's certain things in school they don't teach you. First of all, the most important things uh, in this world, for example, this world is run on money. And you know they, they don't teach you about money. That's, the number, that's one thing. The second thing is confidence. You know, people skills. They don't really teach you this at school, and I think one of the reasons maybe it goes back many, many, many years, where you know, in in, in the olden days, where people used to get their jobs uh, many years ago. Uh, they would have to have their kids at work. So they would start this little place where they'd put their kids. And so now they can do their job. And once they finish their job, then the kids will then um, go back with the parents and they go home. And of course, the education system's not changed for many years. They're still teaching the same things over and over and over again.
2: So you learned, I guess you started listening to some Anthony Robbins tapes. Uh, you uh, discovered a guy named Dolph DeRousse. So uh-huh. tell me a little bit. tell me a little bit about how you learned to kind of break out of that cycle uh, to become a self-made millionaire?
3: Well, a lot of it was to do with a lot of fear. I mean, you know, a a lot of people listening to me right now, you, you may be thinking, you know, I want to do something for myself, but either I don't know how or I don't know what. And, you know, my friend gave me a book which really changed my whole outlook. And it talked about this concept of passive income versus earned income and if you look at the difference between passive income and earned income it's it's really the difference between trading time for money and having a concept or a vehicle that works for you and earns money for you and I remember um, my, my best friend when he gave me the book also gave me this audio and this audio you know was Dolph the on there and I remember him making you know $35,000 in you know it, this guy was applying for his job and couldn't get a job and eventually when he got a job guess what he managed to transact a property deal which made $35,000 and then he thought, why would I get a job if I can just transact a property deal and just live off the income without having to work for money? So that that's really what inspired me and I thought, wow, well what if I was in my job and I could just you know, make my year's salary in, in half a year and then I can take the rest of the year off and, and it was really an audio tape that I listened to as I was working in my job that kind of gave me that idea.
2: Now, you have a Chinese background. You talk in your book about Uncle Chi. So uh-huh. tell me, how does what you're doing fit into, uh, what the Chinese are very entrepreneurial and make money. How does it fit into your, your background?
3: Well, my parents came from Hong Kong and they, they, you know, they didn't know what to do. They just thought, I, I go to England, I start a Chinese takeaway and I you know, I think a big part of that, my, my Uncle Chief was probably the only person who really understood w- what I did. A lot of people around me, they, they, they don't have the, I guess, the big picture thinking. They just kind of fit in with everybody else. And I always say, why do we try so hard to fit in when we were born to stand out? You know that, that, and, and my uncle and I, we, we, we would talk and I remember the first seminar, you know, I didn't have enough money to attend the seminar. So I went to Uncle Chi and I asked him for some money and he gave me the money to attend my first seminar. And that's when I was really open to this whole idea of making, instead of working hard, I work smart for money. Instead of earning earned income, I want to earn passive
2: income. So to tell me exactly what is a wealth dragon? Dragon sounds like it has kind of a Chinese uh, meaning to it. To exa- define what a wealth dragon is. It's kind of a term you've come up with, I guess.
3: Yeah, a wealth dragon, I mean, I mean, in the book, we talk about different principles, you know, like never giving up and doing whatever it takes and, you know, finding a mentor and, you know, raising your standards and ready, fire, aim. I mean, these are some of the concepts we actually talk in the book. But I can tell you that, you know wealth dragon is every single one of us has a wealth dragon the problem is we've never been taught how to be a wealth dragon we've never been taught the concepts of wealth creation in fact most people when you mention money to them they kind of have roll their eyes and and it's almost it almost sounds like a dirty word you know you've, you've probably heard these sayings that you know money doesn't buy you happiness or if you have made a lot of money then you have to have you know done something bad to get it and unfortunately you know these this, this money mindset was never taught to us. So a wealth dragon is very simply someone who can, you know, learn these wealth creation strategies and turn that wealth and knowledge into something that earns them an income. And you know, in the book we talk about, you know, moral wealth and moral wealth. If if you're able to be able to go out and earn a living, then it's your duty to do it because if you don't, then you're doing people a disservice. You know, it's about earning, it's about making a fortune and making a difference. That's that's what the whole book is about.
2: Now in addition to the book, what other services do you offer at wealthdragonway.com as far as seminars and education beyond the book? What else do you offer?
3: Well, wealthdragonway is actually for everybody listening, you know, we've, you know, I know a lot of people that they read a lot of books and we've decided to give away two free copies, um, sorry, two chapters um, for free so for anyone who, who wants to learn this stuff if they go to wealthdragonway.com they can actually download that but some of the other services that we offer is you know we we teach people how to you know trade the foreign exchange market you know, this is where you can, anyone with a smartphone can download some software and with the right strategies, they can go on um, the, the, the foreign exchange market and to be able to trade in currencies. That's one thing we offer. We also teach people startups. So, you know, my background is in, is in TV and film and in uh, property investment. But also now I have a technology, I have an events business and a consultancy business. So we teach people who have an idea, who want to be their own boss to, to become uh, their own boss and work on their own terms. And we call this a lifestyle business to work anywhere, wherever you want, with whoever you want, and to earn your own living. We also teach people, again, property investing because that's our, you know, um, I guess my background is, 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 in, is in property investment. And also, and one of the things that we love to teach people is how to, how to start a technology business, how to start an online business. You know, most people have a smartphone now and all of us literally surgically attached to us and we use it to access the internet all the time. So what if we could use that to access the internet, but also earn an income at the same time? So these are some of the things we teach people. We also teach people how to, you know, believe in themselves, how to, you know, speak with confidence, how to communicate with clarity, how to brand themselves. So it's really a whole entrepreneurial um, nugget, if you will, that, that you have to have these skills in order to go out there and to earn a passive income.
2: So, do you do these as seminars in person, or do you webinars, or how do you just deliver this information? Oh, and if people got, want to sign up for it. How should they do it?
3: Oh, we've got lots of. I mean, if, the first thing they can do. We've. I mean, there's lots of free training out there. You know, I, one thing I said to myself is when I make it. I want to help other people get there because I don't want them to make mistakes and I want to give them the education that I never had. So I tr- I give a lot of videos, a lot of free videos. If they go to YouTube, just type in John Lee Wealth Dragons, there's literally over a thousand videos on there that they can consume and watch and it will teach them how to start businesses. But if people want to go to the next level, then we have, um, you know if they go to wealthdragons.com, um, they can see a whole list of programs that we run there. So we don't. We do run live events, and we do run online trainings, which are webinars where anyone around the world can um, dial in, and and I'll give a live presentation, like I like I'm talking to you now. And you know, we've got over you know, hundreds of thousands of people listening to this. And so we have that as well. We've got books, and you know if they go to Amazon.com, they can actually buy the the full version of the book. So yeah, there's lots of different. And also, I do do coaching and mentoring one on one. So, you know, people who want to take the businesses to the next level or people who are in business and they're not doing so well and they want to turn their business around, that's something we offer as well.
2: Is this something that only works in kind of well-industrialized, advanced countries or can you do this in other places that aren't as wealthy? Well, here's the
3: thing, Jordan. A lot of these places, um, you, you've got to see the opportunity. A lot of people say, well, John, you know, my economy is not so good. And I say, Why? Oh, because oh, everything's down. I said, well, that's an opportunity. And do you know more millionaires are made in a downturn than an upturn. So I don't think economy has anything to do. I think what we have to do is build. We have to be able to see the opportunity. It's kind of like when we buy a car. You know, we decide we're going to buy a yellow car, which is a BMW. And then what happens? We see these BMWs everywhere. It's because we activate what we call our reticular activating system, that allows us to be able to see the opportunities. <laughs>
2: Now, you have in your book, the, the first part of it is what you call uh, the why, right? The why you want to do this. It, it goes into great detail, but, but just briefly, kind of what is the why that people should learn from you and actually implement these strategies?
3: You know, it's funny. A lot of people always say, you know, John, teach me how to become a millionaire. And, you know, it's funny because when, I, when I'm listening to the language, I'm thinking, so you want me to teach you how to become a millionaire, right? So if you want me to do that, the first thing you have to change is you. And they go, what do you mean? And I said, "Well, think about it. Like, you want to become a millionaire, and you want the strategies, but yet you can't even handle the strategies. You know, you've like people say, John. Like, what do I have to learn?" I say, "It's not who you have. It's not what you have to learn. It's the person you have to become. It's the journey you have to take to get to that result. And if you don't get to that result, it's because you haven't changed yourself. So the first thing that we've got to change is 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 we have to change who we are, because we have a set of beliefs. I call this BS." And BS, and it doesn't stand for that, it stands for our belief systems. Our belief systems were given to us by other people and yet, you know, we you know we don't have what it takes to be able to understand what we need to do and how we need to do it. So the why is really why are you doing this? I did this because I you know I never want my parents to ever work you know, ever have to work again, to have the choice. Now they play golf every day, you know, every year I take them first class flights, you know, five star hotels all around the world and so this is the
2: educational system you're talking about does not teach people to be entrepreneurs it teaches them to be employees is what you're saying
3: well i think there's a lot of fear that gets instilled in us when we're kids i mean when we were kids we were fearless i don't know if you remember the time when you were a kid and you were just going to do anything you know but as we grow up i think society conditions us and i always say to people look there's a bigger you inside of you every single one of us has a voice but we have never been taught to voice. I mean, the more we grow up, the more our voice gets silenced. And I know a lot of you listening to me right now, I think I think you can relate to that. And it happened in school when we put our hand up to speak to the teacher. And guess what happened? When we got the question wrong, we would get laughter, you know? So it, it's really one of these things where, yes, it's the education system, but also think about our teachers, right? You've heard of the concept, think out of the box. There's four things we need to understand. One we, our teachers' teachers, our parents' teachers, our friends teachers, and we teach for, and we learn from experience, these are the four factors that shape who we are. And if you think about the teachers that teaches at school, most teachers are not millionaires. Most teachers are not financially free, And frankly, most teachers have never been taught the strategies that I teach people around the world. They, they've, they've come from the same system, they've come from the same, same education background.
2: Very good. We're going to take a break. Uh, This is Jordan Goodman of The Money Answer Show. My guest this hour is John Lee. Uh, He is the editor of a book called The Wealth Dragon Way, the why, when, and how to become infinitely wealthy. You can find out more about it at his website, which is wealthdragonway.com. We'll be back after this.
0: We're always talking business. Talk to an expert. Call now, toll free, 866-472-5790. That's 866-472-5790. Voice America Business Network.
4: Have you had a chance to check out Voice America's online magazine and blog, Press Pass? If you love our hosts and shows, check out articles that give an even deeper perspective. Plus, topics about health and fitness, movie reviews, philosophy, business tips and tactics, spirituality, positive thought, current events, and even more about your favorite host. It's just a click away at VAPressPass.com. That's VAPressPass.com. VA PressPass by Voice America. All access, all the
0: time. Bob Pritchard has over 30 years of experience as a straight-talking business consultant and author working with some of the top Fortune 500 companies,
1: welcome back to
2: the money answer show this is jordan goodman your host my guest this hour is john lee he's the ceo and co-founder of wealth dragons his new book is called the wealth dragon way the why when and how to become infinitely wealthy website to find out more about him is wealthdragonway.com welcome back to the show john thank you so you have a section we talked about the why a little bit now you have a section called the how and you begin that with what you call the wealth superhighway so tell yes. me what the Wealth Superhighway is.
3: Okay, so the Wealth Superhighway, for anyone listening, we have to um, create a business, okay? So the business creates passive income, and that's the vehicle that that works for us while we sleep. So there's there's three things we need to think about. Number one is the business has to create some form of passive income, meaning you're not – active income is you have to work for it. Passive income, it works for you. That's the first thing. Second, it has to have some kind of wealth-building um, uh, strategy. So, you know, you've you've seen the Forbes list, the rich list. Well, they're always um, quoted in net worth. So if we want to become infinitely wealthy, then we have to increase our net worth. And the third thing is once we've been able to create passive income and we've got assets, then we have to grow our money. Unfortunately, we've all been taught, you know, we have to save money for a rainy day. Well, unfortunately, saving money doesn't make you money. In fact, you lose money because, <laughs> what what happens is your infla- that the, the inflation is in, is literally eroding your savings. So we've never been taught to invest money for a rainy day. so one of the things we want to focus on, Jordan, is getting a ROI, which is a return on investment. That's really, in a nutshell, what the wealth superhighway is.
2: Now you've talked about uh, property, but another area that people can do this with, particularly with the internet today, is. Creating an online business. So, maybe get an ex- example of how that can be done and what kind of expertise one needs to do to pull off creating an internet online business.
3: Oh my God. I mean, now, I, I, people are so, everyone listening to you, you're so lucky to be in this era. Um, I got to tell you that, that the the e learning industry has been, boys, uh, to be 107 billion. And that and Forbes actually um, did a report on that. And so all you need to do is you, you need to be passionate about something. If you take your passion and you wrap a business around your passion and then, you have, and then you find the people that want a solution, then you're able to earn an income. So how do we do this? Well, this, the simplest way to do this is video. If you take someone like a Michelle fan, again, Forbes published an article on her and her expertise is putting makeup on. Makeup. Uh, her business does $84 million a year just by helping people put makeup. She puts videos on makeup. People watch her video and she has 700,000 subscribers paying her money every single month. That's one person. Another person is a, a guy by the name of Jermaine Griggs. So he teaches people online how to play the piano. So he's got um, videos online to teach people how to play the piano and they pay him money for his products and services. You have someone called a Mike Chang who teaches people how to get a six-pack you know, this is actually a, um, someone created a video program on teaching your cat to be a dog. Okay. <laughs> it's crazy. You know, so every single one right now, because the Internet has now changed. Jordan. Ten years ago, you didn't have the Internet. Ten years ago, you didn't have iPads and iPhones. Ten years ago, you didn't have fast Internet connection. Now, every single, like most people, they have an iPhone. They can film a video, which is HD. In one click, it goes to YouTube. Once it's on YouTube, the idea is to help people with your knowledge. The more value you add to your market space, the more money you make. And everybody right now can do this. All you need is, number one, step one, mobile phone. Step two, you need to um, use a distribution network like Facebook or, or YouTube. Step three, you need a way to collect money. And step four is you create your products so people can pay you for it.
2: And It's basically coming out of the passion. This is not just something you pick up out of the air. It's something that you believe in strongly or have some level of expertise in. Is that right?
3: Yeah, I mean, like one of the things that I teach. If 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 you go to uh, YouTube, you type in speaker training. One of the things I'm passionate about helping people do is getting more confidence and communicating with clarity. So I get people that go on there. My my YouTube my YouTube channel has had over four million views, and I can tell you the you know I have an online shop where people go and and, and they buy things online. And, um, you know, when they watch the video, they'll then go and buy the products or, you know, maybe like from this interview, for example, people will go to Amazon.com and Amazon.co.uk and they'll buy my book. So it's a great way to package your knowledge up in order to help people. And when you can really help people, that's when you can start earning income. And the great thing with the online business is it doesn't cost a lot of money to set up. It's not like when you get a shop where you have to pay you know, thousands just for premises. Then you have to hire staff. Then you have to pay bills and electricity and all that stuff. When you have this online shop, it's open 24 hours a day, and people can go and shop there. You don't need any staff. And the, 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 your salespeople is your website. So as they're listening to me right now, people can be going on there and buying products and services.
2: So it's passive because once you've created it, you don't have to be there to be uh, earning money from it, is what you're saying. Bingo. Yes. So, um, so in your course, uh, how do you teach people what's good for them and what, what's going to work for them to create their own online business? Because some people may not have any idea what expertise they've got that could be packaged and videoed and marketed that way.
3: Okay, so I've got a formula. Um, in fact, in my um, Message to Millions program, th- this is what I teach. It's called the aJPO formula. So if you're listening to me right now, grab a pen, piece of paper, write down A-J-P-H-O. A stands for advice. What do people always come to you for advice for? Right? So um, I-, I have a friend of mine, and, um, you know, she's, she teaches, well, she's Spanish, but people always come to her for advice to speak Spanish. Now she's got online courses that teach her Spanish. And um, J is job. So what job are you doing right now? So a friend of mine, um, she's a nurse. She's been a nurse for 15 years and people always c- come to her and ask her advice on diabetes. So now she be, she's now become a diabetes expert and helps people in diabetes, right? Um, uh, Poe, the P for Poe is... The passion. What are you passionate about? I have a friend who's um, he loves skiing, and and what he found out was every time people ski, they get injured. So he wrote a book called How Not to Die When You Ski. So they sell thousands of copies of that now. So and H. What is your hobby? You know, um, do you like to sing? You know, there's people online who love to sing, and now they create these voice uh, vocal warm up videos that people can watch, and also others. Oh, the, the Po at the end. The O stands for others who do you know is really good at something do you know now john it's crazy i go to the gym and i see people take an ipad in the gym with them and they they put it on the bench and i'm going what, what are they looking at I, I look around and i see that they are they have a, a virtual a virtual listen a virtual personal trainer teaching them how to get fit it's unbelievable
2: you don't need somebody human anymore It can all be done on online with video so there, you have to have a level of expertise that people will trust in order to create this kind of business, though, right?
3: Not necessarily. You just have to know a little bit more than everybody else. Let me give an example. Um, I was British-born Chinese. I can't speak Chinese, um, and you know I'm learning Mandarin at the moment. So I bought a course online with, from um, uh, a lady by the name of Yang Yang Chinese, and I don't know how to speak Mandarin, but I can teach you how to say hi. And the way you do that is ni hao ma. So I've just taught you how to say hi. I just know, need to know a little bit more than somebody else. There was a lady who has um, children who are autistic. She's not a doctor. She doesn't have a PhD. But you know what? She created a course that teaches people how to live with autistic children. I have another friend who he just recently had triplets. And he had a nightmare trying to uh, manage these triplets. And the problem with that is that he said to me, John, you don't understand. It's, it's, it's a nightmare. I said, why? It's because... These two triplets—they all look the same—and and and like if I feed one of them, like how do I know I don't feed the same one three times? So he's created a course on this now to teach anybody who's got triplets to manage triplets. And again, they're not professional babysitters; they just have to have knowledge that can benefit other people's lives, and that is why people will buy.
2: So they can be pretty small markets. I mean, the number of people with triplets is pretty small. The number of people who's Cats want to become dogs. It's pretty small and all these things. But they're willing to pay. How do you price something when you have a relatively small market like that?
3: Okay. So what you do is you go to um, – is, is, a, is a tool on the internet called the keyword tool. Google data mines everybody's keystrokes. Everything you type into Google, Google records. So the first thing you do is you go to the keyword planner. Go to Google, type in keyword planner. And click that link, and when you get to that link, you can type in any phrase or any niche or business that you want to get into, and Google will show you exactly how many people every single month are typing that. Let me give an example. Um, if you type in, for example, how to promote your business, you know there's over two thousand eight hundred people looking for that. So what I did, I created a video, I put it on YouTube. It's on the first page of YouTube now, and I, I and when people watch the video, they can then buy a course onto one of our conferences. So you know, there's, this How do you price it? You price it in whatever people's willing to pay. Give you another example. Uh, my business partner uh, Vincent Wong, he recently had gout, so he went to Google. He typed in, uh, you know, get rid of pain in gout, and um, he he bought an ebook for hundred and ninety seven dollars. And the first chapter said, if you are in extreme pain, go to chapter fifteen. <laughs> so he went to chapter fifteen and it said, drink some baking soda, and your pain disappears. So and he paid $197 for it. Why? Because there was a lot of pain there.
2: Right. The pain points people are willing to pay for. Correct. Yes, indeed. Okay, very good. So um and then on the back end, so you say you got this great idea, you do videos. How do you get the collecting and processing credit cards and all that kind of thing if, if you're not really set up to do that?
3: Oh, I mean, you know, ten years ago it'd be so hard. Now you've got so many merchant providers. That will allow you to take in uh, money. So let's say now you create a a program on how to become a radio presenter. And I bet you there's a market on that. So you create a video course, a 10-module video course. And then anyone that speaks to you, you say, well, Jordan, how do you become a video presenter? You say, well, go to my website, howtobecomeavideopresenter.com. They go there. And then what you do is you go to PayPal. Most people use PayPal to pay for things. Now, we're going to switch that around. Everyone listening tonight, we're going to use PayPal to collect money. So all you do, you go to PayPal, you register for an account. It takes like two minutes. And then PayPal will allow you to create a link that will collect money for you. So then you get this link and you put it on your website. And when people click on the link on your website, it goes to PayPal. They fill in their credit card details. PayPal collects your money. And then you withdraw the money from PayPal to your bank account. And PayPal will charge you a small fee. So it's very, very easy for anybody to do that.
2: And then you're creating a list but long term to be able to market other things to them is that the you're key absolutely. is always in the list, right?
3: Yeah, absolutely. So that's what we called um, upselling and cross-selling and downselling. So McDonald's does that the best. You go to McDonald's, you buy a burger, and say, hey, would you like to supersize that? Or would you like a, you know, a, a apple pie with that? So, yeah, I mean, you're absolutely right.
2: Very good. We're going to take a break. This is Jordan Goodman of The Money Answer Show. My guest this hour is John Lee. Uh, his book is called The Wealth Dragon Way. The Why, When, and How to Become Infinitely Wealthy. Our website you can find out more about it is WealthDragonWay.com. We'll be back after this.
0: Stocks, bonds, investment opportunities, financial news, and talk. We can help. Call us now toll free, 866 472 5790. 866 472 5790. Voice America Business Network. Capital Thinking takes you inside the worlds of policy, politics, law, and business. What happens in government, the legal arena, and the business world impacts your business every day, and we're going to take you on a behind-the-scenes tour of it all. Each week, we'll bring you unfiltered conversation with a variety of influential policymakers and leaders. Squire Patton Boggs will be your guide as Capital Thinking tours the halls of power. Join us for Capital Thinking on the Voice America Business Channel each Thursday at noon Eastern and 9 a.m. Pacific Time.
4: It's just a click away at vapresspass.com. That's vapresspass.com. VA PressPass by Voice America. All access, all the time.
0: From the boardroom to you, Voice America Business Network.
1: You've been listening to The Money Answer Show with Jordan Goodman. If you have a question for Jordan or his guest, please call us now at 866-472-5790. That's 866-472-5790. Now back to Jordan. Welcome back to The Money Answer Show. This is Jordan Goodman, your host. My guest this hour is John
2: Lee. Uh, He is the Wealth Dragon Man. Uh, His book is called The Wealth Dragon Way. Uh, the why, when, and how to become infinitely wealthy. Uh, the website to find out more is WealthDragonWay.com. Welcome back to the show, John. Thank you. So we talked about starting a business online, but the, one of the major areas you talk about is property and, and real estate. So you have a chapter in what you call the foolproof guide to property investing. Maybe just start off with some of the mistakes people make about real estate before we do it into the right way they do it.
3: Oh the worst mistake people make is speculation. They always say oh John, you know this this land has planning permission and they're going to build a big shopping center and they're going to get lots of jobs and therefore the property is going to you know increase in price and that's just I mean that's completely wrong. One rule in properties you have to make money when you buy not when you sell. Most people, they buy at the market value, they fix the property up and they, or what we call renovation and then hoping the price will increase and then they try to sell it above the market value. But the problem with that is you're trying to force the appreciation. What we want to do is if a house is worth 100,000, we buy it at 70 and then we sell it for 80 or 85. That way, it's still a discount to the market, but we can sell it fast.
2: So, how do you get properties that far below value if people, I mean, the people who are selling don't realize they're giving it up too cheap? Well, actually,
3: uh, on the contrary, we actually tell people we only deal with the market that really want to sell or need to sell. If they want to sell, we will refer them to a realtor um, or an estate agent. And, you know, uh, I actually say to people, say, look, you know, the way we work is we, we buy properties very quickly, um, but the catch is that we, we pay below market value. Is that something you will consider? And do you know, out of uh, every 10 people I speak to, two people say yes.
2: So you, they, they have to be a motivated seller of some kind. Is that right?
3: You, you know, it's interesting. They, they're not even motivated sometimes. I'll give an example. So in Malaysia, you know, there's, there's oh, really ridiculous reasons like, um, you know, if your house is haunted, for example, you know, or, or you know, because they're very superstitious over there. Or if the... You know, if if your if the number of your house says forty four on there, because forty four in Chinese means death, right? <laughs> but, but right, right. But if you've got eighty eight, you know, um, 888 in Chinese is bat bat bat, and it's all fat fat fat. It stands for prosperous and and wealth. So it'll be worth twice as much. Um, sometimes I deal with people who just you know accidentally become landlords. They don't want to own the property, and so what happens is they just want to sell the property so they can get the money out. They don't want to be a landlord. Some people get um, divorced and they can't, I mean, they just can't stand the thought of living in the house together. So they want to separate and they want to sell their property as fast as possible. And so there's so many different reasons why people want to sell. And, you know, there's one lady, um, bizarre reason. I said, why do you want to sell to me and not the estate agent? And she said, you know, John, um, I don't want the next door neighbor to know. And I was like, really? Because when you leave, you know they're going to know, right? And she said, yeah. And I said, okay, <laughs> as long as you know that I'm going to buy it below market value, that's how our business works. So it's very, very strange, and very strange.
2: So how do people find those kind of strange motivated sellers? They're not going to be listed in real estate
3: listings. No, you're absolutely right. Uh, it's very rare to find them in an auction or to find them um, in, in a real estate listing. Um, what you have to do is you have to become attractive. And what I mean is most businesses are invisible. So I know there's over a million people every single month who wants to sell their property. So what I do is I I, um, I rank really high in the search engines for when people type in key terms to do with selling their property. They come to our website. Our website has a video there which explains what we do. And at the end of the video, I say, fill in these details now to um, get more information. Once they fill their details in, our sales team call them. And guess what? We speak to them and then we buy the property. That's how it works.
2: So you have what you call the golden rules of real estate. Let's just briefly go through those. The first one we kind of talked about a little bit, only deal with motivated sellers. So that's what we were talking about is it's important to get somebody who wants to sell to you below market value. Yeah. Yeah. The next, go ahead. Yeah, go on, sorry. Uh, so the next one you have is to deal directly with the seller as much as you can, and you know, as you're avoiding auctions and uh, real estate agents if possible. Why do you want to do it that way?
3: Well, let me ask you a question. Why do? you What's the job of a realtor? To get the most money for the property, right?
2: Right, because they're but representing the, the seller, right? Yeah,
3: but you don't want to buy the house as much as possible. You want to buy it as cheap as possible, so there's a conflict there. So it's kind of like when you want to sell your car, right? What do you do? Uh, like if you if you go to like the BMW garage, they're gonna like they'll say, okay, I'll buy your car, but it's gonna be in a significant discount. And why would we do that? Because we want the money, we want certainty. But if we try and sell our car privately, yes, we will get more money, but it's gonna take longer. So the only reason why you want to deal directly with the seller is because you can negotiate terms. Most people, they they want to make it based on price, but it's not about price; it's about the terms.
2: Meaning, uh, cash or mortgage, or how quickly you close, or what other terms would be involved?
3: Well, one of the terms is, you know, I'll say to you, Hey Jordan, I'm going to buy your house. It's worth two hundred thousand. I'll buy it for one fifty. You say, No way. I say, Okay, what do you want? You say, Well, I want two hundred thousand. Okay, okay, Jordan, I'll tell you what. I'll give you what you want for your property if you give me the terms in which to buy it. And you say, What do you mean? I say, I'll give you two hundred, but I'll give you one fifty now, and I'll give you fifty in the next five to six years. So that's an example of a term. If you go through a real estate agent, there's no way you can negotiate that term because you're having to negotiate through a realtor rather than negotiate face to face directly with the seller.
2: Mm-hmm. Your golden rule number three is always make money when you buy the property, and that's the main thing is to get it below market value. Is that the idea that if you don't if you buy it too high, you'll never make money from it? Correct. Uh, number three, number four is to do your due diligence. What do people? not not do, what, what goes wrong if they don't do their due diligence
3: well i think a lot of people they just buy blindly i think one of the mistakes that i made when i first started was buying property without seeing it and that's that's the craziest thing and i know it sounds crazy but people do it or they'll buy because their friend has bought in the area or they'll buy on a tip due diligence means finding out what a property uh will do i one thing, one really good tip, and this is a great tip for all of you listening to me right now. It's going to save you a lot of money. If you think an area is going to increase in value, here's what you do: you, you, and, and you want to buy to rent a property in that area. You put a fake advert in the paper, say you know a, a three-bedroom bungalow for rent, and then you see how many calls you get. If you get like one call, that's a sign that it's not such a good area. If you get a hundred calls, boom. You know that as soon as you buy that house, you've already got 100 tenants lying to rent it. So due diligence is testing the market. And what we normally do as well, we, we, we go to people who value properties and then we pay them money for their consultation. We say, okay, Mr. Surveyor, you've valued hundreds of houses in this area. If I were to buy a house in this area, what would you value it at, and what do you think it will sell for? you know, so, you know, we'll pay them money for their consultation and they'll give us their professional opinion. So again, this, again, we cover a lot of stuff in the, in the book, but that's, those are some of the things that you've got to do.
2: And then your, uh, fifth golden rule is only buy where there's rental demand. You talked about that a little bit there. The purpose of your, uh, real estate strategy for the most part is to create rental income. You're not flipping these houses. Is that correct? No, we
3: have a that's one main strategy. That's where we need to start. We, we start with flipping, flipping the properties. And, and, and the reason we need to do that is because um, it, it, it gives us cash instead of cash flow. With properties, you have to have both. You can't just keep renting, 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 renting because you know I learned this the hard way. Let's say you make two, three hundred dollars or pounds per property. You know That's what, like two or three thousand a year. But if your boiler breaks, that's half of your cash flow gone. So that's why you have to do cash flow and cash strategies to be able to sustain yourself in this market.
2: Uh, golden rule number six is to get in for as little as possible and get your money out as fast as possible. Mm-hmm. Um, so d- does it not depend on what's going on in the marketplace or you're saying you wouldn't get in in the first place if you didn't think there was going to be demand?
3: Well, here's the thing. There's a rule in property and that is find a deal and the money will find you. I uh, remember the, one of the first deals I bought, I bought it for $85,000 and I sold it for $185,000. I didn't have 85,000 when I made the offer. So I kept asking people. So we use a concept called OPM. OPM stands for other people's money. And so you have to find, there's a lot of people out there who've got a lot of money, but guess what? There's It's got no home to go to. So as long as you can help people uh, with their ROI and to give them a ROI, then they'll always give you the money to invest, especially if you make them a partner in that deal.
2: Is that part of what you offer through Wealth Dragons as kind of a a network exchange for deals for helping people find deals.
3: Uh, yeah, I mean we've. Uh, that's one of the reasons why people say, "John, why do you run seminars?" And you know, one of our main reasons for running seminars. Well, the, the main reason is we we're actually starting a property fund, where you know people who can't be, who don't know how to, or don't have the time, or can't even be bothered to invest in property, they say, "You know, I've got half a million pounds. I'll put it into your fund." And then we'll give them an eight percent return on that. And then what they'll do is, um, you know, every single year they'll, you know, they'll get a return. So that's one of the main reasons why we run it. The second reason we run it is because a lot of people we teach them how to find property deals, but they have no buyers. So they go out, they find property deals, they have no investors. So they come to me and say, John, I've got this property. It's worth this much. And do you have any any, any investors? So I will then take that property, sell it for them, and then I'll take fifty percent of the fee.
2: I see. So you, you have a network going then, yes. So then oh, yeah. um, golden rule number seven is you must play the numbers game. What do you mean by that?
3: <laughs> I learned this from a friend, actually. He's in the dating industry. Uh, he said, you know, John, you don't have to be good-looking to get a date. I said, what are you talking about? And he said, well, if you kiss, if you, if you ask enough women out, one of them is going to say yes. And it's kind of like that in business. You know, business is, 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 is a numbers game. And what that means is the more properties you see, the more deals you get. And you know when I speak to people, I say, hey, how's your property business going? And they say, oh, not very well. And I said, why? And they say, oh, well, you know, it's just not moving. I said, let me ask you a question. How many properties are you seeing? And they go, uh, about one a month. And I say, okay, well, that's, that's your problem. Do you know that the deal of a century happens every single day? You just have to see a lot of them. And we have a rule, and it's a, it's a 110-month strategy. Every 100 properties you see, Ten fit the criteria, and then one becomes
2: your property deal. It's a lot. It takes a lot of time to do this. And your golden rule number eight is: don't wait to buy property. Buy property and wait. So that seems to go against the other one you said, which is to flip these things pretty quickly.
3: Well, that well, that's that's to have a balanced portfolio. So that's why we do it from the balanced portfolio. But what we mean by you know, don't wait to buy a property, buy a property and wait. You know, there's so many people out there, Jordan, who say, you know, I'm going to buy property when it's the right time. And I say, well, how do you know it's going to be the right time? Oh, when the market crashes. Well, how do you know if the market's going to crash? You know, I can tell you a lot of people who listen to me right now own a property and most of, you know, the majority, not everybody, but the majority of people who own property many years ago is actually worth more than what they paid for it. And so, but imagine if you had 20 of these houses or 10 of these houses or five of these houses. Imagine how amazing that would be. That would be amazing because you know, you've bought all these properties and this becomes your retirement. I can tell you in England and in many places in the world, it's very hard to retire and live off your pension. I know in the US you've got the, you know, the, the, the 401ks, right? Um, but property then becomes your pension. You know, in Malaysia, is a great strategy where a lot of people are buying houses. They have to pay, get the tenants to pay off the debt. In 20, 30 years, you've got an entire portfolio that's mortgage free. And now you yes. can sell it and get money, or you can refinance it and get money. Property is, is amazing because it's so versatile.
2: Very good. We're going to take a break. This is Jordan Goodman of the Money Answer Show. My guest this hour is John Lee, uh, he's the wealth dragon, and his book is called The Wealth Dragon Way. Uh, There's a website related to it, which is WealthDragonWay.com. We'll be back after this.
0: From the boardroom to you, Voice America Business Network. Turning Hard Times into Good Times with Jay Taylor can be heard Tuesdays at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, 12 noon Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. What if
4: every day was a good day for business because every decision you made was the best choice? What if you could receive regular input from credible sources and could acquire all the precise information you need exactly when you need it so you can make the right decision every single time? Because there's more challenges you to make better decisions. Join Laura Ellis every Monday at 9 a.m. Eastern, 6 a.m. Pacific, and 2 p.m. GMT on the Voice America Business Channel and learn how to think differently for better decisions,
0: better business.
1: Get the news on
0: our shows and other happenings by following us on Twitter. Find us at VoiceAmericaTRN or Twitter.com forward slash VoiceAmericaTRN.
1: You've been listening to The Money Answer Show with Jordan Goodman. If you have a question for Jordan or his guest, please call us now at 866-472-5790. That's 866-472-5790. Now back to Jordan. Welcome back to The Money Answer Show. This is Jordan Goodman, your host. My guest this
2: hour is John Lee. Uh, He's the wealth dragon. His book is called The Wealth Dragon Way, The Why, When, and How to Become Infinitely Wealthy. Uh, The website to find out more is WealthDragonWay.com. Welcome back to the show, John. Hey. So your final chapter is being a wealth dragon. You have the 10 wealth dragon principles. So let's just go through those briefly. The first one is to make a commitment and light your fire. Why is that difficult for people to do?
3: Well, people procrastinate, don't they? They they say they're going to do something and they go, oh, I'll wait next week. I'll wait next month. I'll wait next year. And guess what? Nothing ever happens. So I think a part of it is we just have to make a commitment because the moment we make a commitment is the moment the universe will give us the opportunities.
2: Yes. Uh, Now the next principle is ready, fire, aim. Normally you think of it as ready, aim, fire, but why do you fire before you aim? You
3: know, every business I've started, um, I've never started with a business plan. And, um, and and here's why. Entrepreneurship and business is about feeling your way through it. And, and there's a saying that says you have to be in business um, to be successful in business because opportunities happen from there. And most people, they're perfectionists. They, they try to make everything perfect. Like, for example, launching a website. They spend months and months launching a website where they can just launch a website immediately and then tweak it along the way. One of the first books I wrote was a book called The Step-by-Step Guide to Lease Options and there were spelling mistakes in there, there were grammatical errors in there, and uh, when we launched the book, we saw 369 copies and we got so many different like complaints from people saying, oh, you know, this book's the worst book I've ever read, or, you know, this book, because this was written, what, like almost 10 years ago, and, you know, one of the things that that I realized from that was that, yeah, even though that it was, I mean, I agree it was a poorly written book, but you know what, the comments of people said, oh, it's a really bad book, but you know what, I just did my first deal. so you just got to like, and, and when we did that, we got first mover advantage, you know, and then we started getting interviews, we started getting the press and the radio, and that book made us international, you know, someone read that book, and they go, my God, you need to come to Singapore, then we went to Singapore, then Malaysia, then Australia, then New Zealand, and then, you know, back into Europe, and then back to London, and had we not written that book, all the opportunities would never have arisen, and I wouldn't be sitting here talking to you right now.
2: Very good. The third principle is do whatever it takes. Is this something that's difficult for people to do to kind of be very relentless in making these things happen?
3: There's a a, a concept when you – I don't know if you've ever run a marathon before, but there comes a point when you hit the wall. And what that means is uh, you physically don't have any energy in your body left to have your body move. The only thing that carries you through is how you think and it's your mindset. So when I say do whatever it takes, most people say, yeah, John, I'll do whatever it takes until times get tough until they you know if, if you want to test this out try not eating for three days right and just you know just just I mean I'm not, I'm not saying don't eat anything but you know make sure you can still live and, and make sure it's healthy but yeah. just you know try and fast and see how long you can fast for until you get so tempted to eat something and it's, it's actually a lot harder than than it, than it than it seems and it's same with business people try and get into this but they they they, they don't put a hundred percent into it. And so you know, how do you
2: create that mental toughness to get through it when it's tough when you hit the wall? Well, it comes from your why, isn't it?
3: It's, it's like the reason why you want to do this. I mean, like you'll do more for your kids than you would for anybody else, even for yourself. You know, so it comes the why. That's the first thing. Second, you've got to have uh, a network of people around you who all support you rather than having green lighters, red lighters that tell you. You know, to stop doing things, you need to have green lighters around you. I guarantee you this everyone listening tonight, you know, the hundreds of thousands of you that are listening, I want you to write down the 10 people you hang around and put red, green, red, green, red, green. See which one is red, see which one is green. If the entire, if 80% of that list are red lighters, as in negative
2: people, you will not succeed. You have to be around people who are successful. Your your fourth principle is never, never give up. So that's kind of similar to before, but. Again, how do you, when something's gone against you, how do you keep going ahead even though it's looking bleak?
3: You know, Michael Jordan. The reason why he was so amazing is because you know he failed so many times in his mind, and when he said he failed, he he took so many shots, like thousands and thousands and thousands of shots. And even Michael Jordan's, you know, statistics when he takes a three-pointer is like like 50%. That means he has to take. If he wants to win a game, he has to throw so many times, and statistics says that he will get the point. So when we talk about never giving up, is if you, the, most people are scared of failure. When you fail, that's because you've stopped. You can never fail if you never give up, and that's the difference between that and do whatever it takes. Do whatever it takes is having the will to do it, but never giving up is just never give up until you get a result, until you get feedback, until you get this momentum that can drive you forward.
2: And then your fifth principle is to learn from the best and pay for the best. Is, are people yeah. reluctant to do that, to pay for something they don't know?
3: You know, it, it surprises me, Going, people will, will go out and they'll buy a car. They'll go on holiday. They'll spend all this money. But they won't even invest in themselves. Warren Buffett, you know, one of the richest men in the world, says your biggest asset is your brain. You know, you, there's a concept that says you have to learn before you can earn. And if you write the word learning big, if you take off the L, it spells earn. And most people are unwilling to do that. And here's why it's important to do this. Every time you go into business or whatever you do, there's always um, what we call a, a process. And most people have been through the process. And why would you go through that entire process yourself and make the mistakes when you can just pay someone to shortcut that that process? And why lose money and go through the trials and tribulations to get there when you can just learn it from everybody
2: else. You don't right have to reinvent are. the wheel, is what you're saying. Yeah, people exactly. Have done it. Yeah. Exactly. Your sixth one is to have the highest standards. Are you saying that that's unusual? A lot of people don't have high standards?
3: Yeah. And, uh, and the reason for – everyone listening tonight has um, what we call a self-concept. self-concept is how much money you're worth on the who you are, what you will and will not do, your beliefs and values. If I asked everyone on the call tonight, you know <laughs> – do your job, like think of how much money you earn and do that same job for half the price. Would you do it? Most people would say no. And I say, why? Because they would say, well, I'm worth more than that. So when you want to lift your standards, you need to aim high. Donald Trump said, if you're going to think, you may as well think big. And one thing I believe is, and you know, you've heard Hof say this as well, where if you reach for the stars, one thing that will be for sure, you will not come up with a handful of mud.
2: Indeed. Okay, you your seventh one is to make sacrifices. So, what what kind yes. of sacrifices are you expecting people to make?
3: You know, I've always been a car fanatic. Um, I saved up all my money to buy a Honda S two thousand convertible, and when I started investing in my education, I sold it uh, for fifteen thousand pounds, and I paid one guy ten thousand pounds just to learn this knowledge, right? And the reason why that's that that that's so important is because. When when you're investing in yourself, it's it's all about again doing whatever it takes and not listening to what other people say. And I, I think a big part of this as well is when you're making a sacrifice, like you have to delay something now for a better tomorrow. And most people are unwilling to do that. You know why? Because people want results now. They they want to try a new skill and they, and they want instant results. Well, unfortunately, Jordan, that's not how it works. You know, there's always a time lag. Like, but people are they saw. So, They want instant gratification. And if you want instant gratification, it's never going to work. You have to delay. You have to sacrifice either your money, your time. You know, I remember being at university, and I didn't do so well in school. But when I went to university, my parents worked so hard to just get enough money for me to go to university. My entire family had to work hard to do that. I wasn't going to let them down. So I sacrificed going out every night, getting drunk and all that kind of stuff just so I could get the grade that I wanted. You know, just like so my parents proud.
2: Your eighth uh, principle is to take risks. You're saying not gambling risk, but what kind of risks are you talking about taking here? Most people won't even take a risk.
3: If you don't take a risk now, you'll be forced to take risks when you're older. And, you know, most people, they, 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 they are, like, for example, there's three types of people with, like, money methods. One is spender. So people spend all the money they have. Second is a saver. They save all the money. They hoard all their money. And the third thing is they invest. So when people don't take risks, I mean, again, if you don't take risks now, you'll, you, you, you will be forced to take them when you're a lot older. So get educated. Education um, gives you what we call a calculated risk, and that's how you can even the odds.
2: So we've got about a minute left. So why don't you kind of sum up what a difference it would make in people's lives to do the Wealth Dragon way instead of not doing it?
3: If you're sitting there listening to me right now, all the way to the end, we've been on a long time now, and you know, you're thinking, you know I've got to do something with my life, I want better things, I want a better lifestyle, I want choice, I want more time, I want to be able to do the things I want to do in life, I want to spend more time with my family, I want to be able to have the money and not to have to walk into a shop and look at price tags, then the reason I wrote this book is because I want to change lives. You know the, the, the message is very simple in the book, is that anyone can become financially free if they follow the rules and if they're consistent and if they get educated. And once you make a fortune, you have to make a difference. And I can say that everyone who read this book, including the editor, I mean, when the editor read this book, you know, he, he cried. And he was like, I can't believe that all through my life I've been taught this thing about money, but no one ever taught it to me this way. And I wrote this book for one simple reason, Jordan, it's because I wanted to leave a legacy. When, my, when, when I have kids, I want my kids to read this book. When my kids have kids, I want my kids' kids to read this book. Because this stuff, it wasn't taught to us at school, Jordan. We were taught to go to school, get a job, and then die.
2: Yes, indeed. Very good. Well, it's been very inspirational. My guest this hour has been John Lee. Uh, His book is called The Wealth Dragon Way, The Why, When and How to Become Infinitely Wealthy. You can find out more about it at his website, which is wealthdragonway.com. Not only find out about his books, but his online seminars and webinars and all that. So you've been a fascinating and interesting guest. Thanks so much for being on the show, John. Thank you so much. And we'll be back with another edition of The Money Answer Show next week. Goodbye for now.